Coming up, we go deep on Hudson O'Neill's improvement from 2020 to 2021. We've got details on Chris Ferguson at the Rocket Chassis Test, today's streaming schedule, and a bunch more. Today is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. He may have come up short in his bid to win the 2021 Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Championship, but I do think we'll look back on this year as the one in which Hudson O'Neill took a big step forward and became one of the top drivers in dirt late model racing. 2020 was a tough season for the 21-year-old from Indiana and son of famed racer Don O'Neill. He started out the year behind the wheel of the Masters-built house car, but that relationship ended following the Show Me 100 weekend, and O'Neill was left looking for a ride, eventually landing with the startup PCC squad for the rest of the season. Coming into 2021, O'Neill was on the move again, committing to the full year with Roger Sellers and the Double Down Motorsports team. And in the end, that move paid off big time with several marquee victories and a second-place points position behind champion Tim McCready. When you dive into the numbers, the improvement from one year to the next punches you in the face. O'Neill had six wins this season versus just one in 2020. And those six wins included the Pittsburgh 100, Topless 100, and Show Me 100, all of which paid $20,000 to win or more. In 40 Lucas appearances a year ago, O'Neill had just three top fives, 11 top tens, and an average finish of 13.53. His top 5 and top 10 efficiency numbers were absolutely abysmal, and he was in B mains in nearly half the races in which he competed. In 2021, though, he was a completely different driver. In 45 starts, on top of those 6 victories, he had 16 top 5s, which was the 3rd best in the series, 32 top 10s, which only champion McCready had more, and an average finish of 8.3. That was more than a 5 position gain in average finish from one season to next. That's a huge improvement. He also did much better, uh, did a much better job qualifying and protecting top five and top ten starting positions, and he was able to move through fields even when he didn't start towards the front. In 19 starts outside the top ten this season, he converted 11 of those into top ten finishes, which was tied with Jimmy Owens for the most. He also led Lucas in feature plus minus at plus 130 for the year, and was tied with Josh Richards for the most races with a pl uh, positive plus minus at 30. So we know he can win the big shows, we know he can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anyone in the game right now, and we know he can move forward and maximize finishes when the early part of the night doesn't go his way. That's a mix of abilities that will win a driver a title and lots of big races. Looking at 2022, he'll definitely be one to watch out of the gate. To really, uh, really make a run at the Lucas Championship and the $150,000 next year, he'll need to find just a touch more consistency and up that average feature finish to somewhere in the sixes. Owens won the 2021 or 2020 title with an average finish of 6.8, and McCready was at 6.1 for this season, just for a little bit of reference there. O'Neill had 13 finishes outside the top 10 in 2021, while T-Mac only had 8, so it'll be crucial to avoid those in the future. For a driver that appeared to possibly be on the brink of washing out in 2020, he roared back with a vengeance this season and got back on track in his career. To see more number, uh, numbers like these on O'Neill and hundreds of other dirt races, uh, dirt races, dirt racers, visit dirttracker.com/analytics. 
Uh, obviously, if you haven't been to the analytics section of dirttracker.com, tons of information there, uh, well over 800 races in the database, thousands of drivers, um, uh, eight different series and events. So basically both World of Outlaws series, sprint cars and late models, All-Stars, Lucas, all three USAC national divisions and the Chili Bowl stats are available there uh, with a lot more to come in the future. I know I've been teasing a little bit about some stuff to come for the analytics section in the future. Uh, but that uh, I've been working on it here, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll be able to talk about that more. Going back to the story from the weekend about Chris Ferguson and Brandon Shepard getting disqualified from the Dirt Track World Championship, Kevin Kovac posted a story at DirtOnDirt.com detailing more of the incident, including comments from both sides on what happened and some comments from Lucas Series Director Rick Schwally. Feel free to check that out if you're curious. Uh, it definitely kind of turns into a he said, she said kind of situation. Um, you know, I, I guess I should have said he said, he said, but both sides of this, both people are kind of, or both sides are kind of pointing the finger at the other and who started it and, and all of that. So uh, interesting comments from there, um, from, from Kevin Kovac there on, on what the situation was at Portsmouth Raceway Park. More interestingly, though, since then, Rocket Chassis scheduled a test at the dirt track at Charlotte last night in advance of the upcoming world finals. And we saw Shepard, Chris Madden, and Boom Briggs all on track. But another car that was in attendance was Chris Ferguson. Fergie doesn't drive in a rocket. In fact, he's part of the Bloomquist squad driving a Team Zero chassis. So why was he there? According to a post on his Facebook page, he got some laps in and did some testing with Fox Shots, uh, Fox Shocks and Ronnie Crooks as he plans on running World Finals and that he was invited to the test by Mark Richards after the two cleared the air from the weekend. In the post, he said, quote, this was a rocket chassis test and Mark invited us to come out after we spoke today on the phone. It's better to work out your differences than to let it weigh on your race team. I'm happy to put everything behind us after last weekend and move on. I've always had nothing but respect for Bishop and Rocket One, unquote. Nice to see the two sides have put this to rest already. Shouldn't have happened in the first place like we talked about yesterday, but at least it won't continue into the future. Uh, interesting move there by all involved. Looking ahead to the rest of the week, there is plenty of racing to dive into, including more wing sprint car stuff. I've had some folks ask about when I'm going to talk about Trophy Cup. We'll definitely get into all of that this week, including who's racing uh, with which teams and who to watch for the win. That field is definitely going to be stacked out there in California. The Keith Coons Give Back Classic is also this week at Port City Raceway in Oklahoma. That event features 600cc micros, with the winner having a chance at a ride with Coons at the Chili Bowl. This will be the first time the event is at Port City after taking place at Millbridge in recent years, and I believe this is the first year it's actually sanctioned by Power Eye. The World of Outlaws Sprint Cars are back this weekend, and the Flow Lay Models are at Volunteer Speedway tomorrow. Dirt racing season down under is also starting to come to life at places like Perth. So even though the season's here starting to wind down, there's still a lot happening, and, and there's still a lot to talk about. I've also had some ask about the off-season, what the plan is for this show. And we will absolutely continue doing shows through the winter months. We'll be around to cover silly season moves, a bunch of the schedule stuff, some of the winter racing as well, including the extreme dirt car events. So don't go anywhere because I certainly will not. There are two shows on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Vision has weekly outlaw carts from Millbridge Speedway and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.